And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, joining us now. Mac, you're uh, and I shaved today. Actually, you know, I knew this interview was coming up, and I wanted to look presentable and everything. And you do, but hey, thank you, thank you for that, uh, backing me up. But no facial hair, no goatee. I mean, it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I've always, you know, you've got a youthful look about you, but man, this is a different. I kind of looked across the the field today, and I said, that's a different Mac that I'm used to. <laughs> when did you make this decision? Oh, I think. Uh... Probably about, uh, yeah, a month ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, probably just one less thing in my life that I need to worry about was uh, (laughs) goatee and and facial hair trimming. So, uh, because it takes some time if if you want it to look presentable. Yeah. And so uh, I started to get a little bit lazy and thought, you know what, it's not looking as presentable as as it needs to. The sport coat will play, though. The sport coat is, uh, is strong. I thought Tom... From BYU, he was on with me earlier. Tom Holmo, I, I, he had a really nice sport coat. I mean, I think to be an AD, that's kind of line one. There's a lot to it. There's probably some stuff in, in recent years you wish didn't you didn't have to deal with. But the sport coat game, you've always kind of had that working for you. Yeah, you know that's uh, I've taken some pride in in the sport coat game, and and uh, there's certainly some ADs out there that. Uh, that uh, I look at their sport coat game and say, yes, you know, that, that would be something that, that I'd wear, and, and Tom is, is definitely one of those. And, and then there's been some others like, yeah, I'm not, not wearing that. <laughs> what do you think about getting the new blood in here um, this year? They, they had started hanging around last year, but full-blown July 1st. I, I just think it's an interesting perspective for you, having been at the University of Houston, um, still knowing people and having friends there, seeing them come in. Um, BYU, Baylor had the series with BYU. It's got to be kind of a rewarding time, this media days, and then July 1st as we keep hitting these milestones. How does it make you feel to see these new teams as we get ready to say goodbye to a couple teams? Yeah, you know, I, I think that um, we've been talking about it, it feels like, for for a long time. And uh, so it you know, for it to become reality, um, I'm certainly excited about it. I think that uh, they really do add strength to our to our conference. Um, grateful for you know the former commissioner Bowlesby that uh, we we reacted and uh, with some immediacy and uh, and and really you know added those four prior to that football season because I think it would have been a completely different narrative for the Big 12 if we would have gone through a football season where all anybody's talking about during a football, a Big 12 football broadcast was we're down two, you know, yeah. and uh, and so that was still part of the narrative, but you also had to talk about the four that, that were added and, and, were, and were coming in, and so um, I think, you know, because I've I've known you know Houston. I was there for for five years. I know those people. I'm excited for them. I know that they're extremely you know grateful for the opportunity. Uh, you know, being at Houston, knew obviously a lot about UCF and in Cincinnati. And uh, you know, I thought you know those were you know two great great additions. And then you know just over a course of time when I was at Houston we had a home and home and football with BYU certainly here at, at Baylor 
even at Missouri when I was there, we, we played BYU, and, you know, Tom has been the constant there um, through throughout all of that, and I've got great respect for him and, and for that institution. And uh, I think, you know, quite simply, when when we had a dad at that time, we added the, the, the four best that we could. What do you think about these eight home games as we get closer to the season? I mean, logistically and, and for your group, that's a lot to put on. I imagine there's a little bit of an ebb and flow usually with seasons where you're like, okay, we're going on the road now. This is a different animal. In fact, I don't really think this has happened in Baylor history. Um, so in some parts it's great. I think putting those things on, it presents some extra challenges. How does it how does it kind of hit you as we get closer to, to beginning that schedule? We're, what are we, 57 days or whatever it is? Have you started the countdown? Yeah, I, I think that uh... – I'm cautiously excited okay. uh, uh, about it. Uh, I think you're right. I think uh, eight home games is is a lot to uh, to manage to handle. You know, you think about your people, and uh, that's it's a lot. It takes a lot of hands, a lot of time, a lot of effort to put on just just one football game. And so, you know, now we're we're doing that. You know, eight different times. Uh, I think it can be you know something spectacular. If if you're winning and mm-hmm. uh, the energy that that provides, um, but if if you're not playing well, if uh, if if uh, the the season isn't going necessarily the way you way you you hope it would, right? It it could make for a very long, mm-hmm. you know, a very long uh, year for us. And so, yeah, there's a little bit of of risk, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I certainly have you know great confidence in in Coach Aranda and in the direction of the program and and where we're headed. And I think we've got a, an opportunity to have a really really great football team. I've got great confidence in our fan base, and uh, they'll show up for all eight. And uh, you know, McLean will be a, a really really tough place to play. So um, yeah, I, I think you know cautiously excited and uh, you know looking forward to it. And hey. You know, again, I think statistically right, you you win, you know, uh, you have a better chance in terms of winning your games at home. And uh, you look at some of the, the, the programs out there that, you know, are, you know, repetitively in in the CFP, uh, they're, they're playing seven, eight home games every year. Mm-hmm. Tom was not happy that y'all weren't playing. He likes kind of the rivalry. I think you kind of like it, too, the religious thing. BYU not on the schedule after having the two seasons. I know it's hard to get these schedules right. It took them a while to work through it. but uh, And then OU and OSU not even being on the schedule. I mean, there's some weird... I guess we always knew it would be a little awkward with the 14. It'll be exciting, yeah. but that's a strange thing. Yeah, no, it 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 is strange. You know, I think um, in our own way, Oklahoma and, and Baylor has has mm-hmm. developed, you know, quite a rivalry. When you think over the last, you know, three to three to four years, and you know, we've had some pretty pretty good games, um, and so you know, I I think. You know, we we will miss that. You know, certainly Oklahoma State. Again, I think there is a is a rivalry there between between Baylor and and uh, and the Cowboys. And so again, we'll we'll miss that. I don't disagree with Tom. You know, would would love like to play. You know, BYU as well. But you know, when you go from from ten teams right and and playing, 
you know, all all of the league to, to 14, and you can't you can't do that, right? There's there's going to be some some give and take, and so, you know, I think um, you know having Houston at home is is uh, is a great opportunity for for us, and you know, quite frankly, for the University of Houston, and and to be able to go on the road and and play at Cincinnati, play at you know UCF. I think those are good games. You know, for us, and particularly for our fan base, to go to places that that maybe we've not been mm-hmm. in a while. So there's there's trade-offs, and um, you know, we'll see what what the league looks like. You know, um, the the following year, the the 24 season, and uh, you know what what it will look like that schedule if if we're at if we're at 12, and and uh, and if not, then um, you know how do we how do we navigate that again? Who's your favorite new mascot of the four? <laughs> well, I can, uh, I can Cosmo. I like kind of like Cosmo. Yeah, I, you know, I I was at Houston, so okay. I, I've got to stay with I got to stay with, with with the with the Cougs. Look over at Cosmo. I mean, this is a very active uh, mascot. I mean, yeah. that, just a- never... another another Cougar. So, yeah. but uh, I'd like yeah. to see Bruiser and Marigold a little more active today, and feel like Cosmo has has brought his A game. Well, thank you for that, that input. I'll make sure I relay that to the appropriate please, people. Please, please. Yeah, thank Pass you. that along. Um, Dave Aranda said he did not embrace the transfer portal kind of early on, and, and today he kind of exp- you know, expressed maybe he's had to do that. Is that something – did you ever have some visits with him about, hey, this – no, you don't love this maybe, and I, he, he has good reasons for maybe not embracing it. Seems like you did get a more aggressive in the portal this past off season. Is that did that kind of evolve, and did you was that something you and Dave kind of talked through over the past year or two? Yeah, I think you know for all of us, this is new territory in terms of the portal name, image, and likeness, and and so you know I, I think that um, yes, Coach Aranda and I had not just one but but many several conversations about transfer portal name image and likeness all of those those different things and you know i i think um you know just reflecting back you know just over the last you know three or four months you know we've we've added you know probably eight i think it is from the from the transfer portal that that have you know an opportunity to uh to, to play significant role in in terms of the roster and 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 uh, garner significant uh, playing time and so um, I think where you've got to be really really careful is you know the the, the character and making sure that that young man you know really embraces your culture um, philosophically is a is a right fit and uh, you know that's that's where I have a lot of confidence in in coach Aranda and the staff that um, they're going to be really thoughtful and careful about, you know, who they who they bring in and somebody that's going to assimilate in a in a really really positive way. You think he's the only coach who brings up uh, like a C.S. Lewis quote <laughs> in pretty, his opening, perhaps? I pretty certain that uh, he is, and and uh, and I would venture to guess uh, that would be uh, all coaches that coach all sports. Did you like C.S.'s early work? Did you like the? Uh... Did you like the Aslan and the line and you know all the which the wardrobe or were you more of a mere Christianity? Read, read, read those. Yes, growing up, the uh, my, one of my most favorite daily devotionals is a is a C.S. Lewis daily devotional, and so I would just say all of the above. Okay.
I was hoping we would get into some philosophy today. And Mac Rose joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Mac, what gives you the most hope this season? Uh, you know, will be it didn't end well last year. You know, Grimes has talked about it. He thinks maybe it might end up being a silver lining that the way it ended. If they had won, if y'all had won like eight or nine games, maybe you wouldn't have made some of the changes or addressed some of the things. I'm sort of curious, what kind of gives you hope that maybe you could jump back? Last year you were number one, you were voted number one in the preseason. This year, number six. What gives you the most hope that y'all can get it going again this year? Yeah, I, I think it, you know, began with with the conversations that uh, that we we had, Coach Aranda and myself, and. And even Johan, you know, toward the the end of the year, the the you know probably the the last you know three games, and then certainly the the off season. Um, I think again the use of the transfer portal. I think the addition of the of the three new coaches. I think uh, that has been extremely uh, a positive. I love Matt Pilage. Um I remember when when he left that that really hurt um, and his connection with uh, with with his you know position group and and certainly because he was the uh, special teams coordinator he touched a lot of different different student athletes and I think we we missed we missed that we missed him specifically and you know I think he's one of the the really bright young minds in the game and, and look forward to, to seeing him grow and, and learn in, in the D coordinator position and then bringing on an A.J. Stewart. I think he's been terrific for the uh, for the running backs room and, and uh, he's, uh, again, great way of connecting with our, our young people and uh, really, really skilled in terms of you know, coaching that position, the the, the technique, etc., and then Christian Robinson, man, if you just spent any time with Christian, you you know he's special. He's a he's a bright young mind, great energy, connects well, uh, relentless recruiter, and so I think those changes. I think the work that's been done. Uh, I think the ownership uh, by, you know, certainly not just Coach Aranda, the staff, but also some of our our key you know uh student athletes that that hey we we need to own some of that you know mm-hmm. disappointment that uh there are things that we could have done better and uh and we need to grow and and we need to learn and so i think it's it's all of those things it's not any any one thing um i like where the where the culture of the team is you know, um, Coach Aranda continues to grow as a as a leader, as a as a head coach. Um, that that's been really really cool to see. What did you think of the uh, the brand spot that was rolled out today? Um, seemed kind of cool. Brett Yormark when it said, "Hey, roll that thing back again." It felt like a little bit of a Steve Jobs, and you know, kind of a. I mean, it was interesting as he was rolling around. I mean, we're used to kind of the podium here, you know. And, yeah. And he kind of was roaming around the stage, visiting and everything. A little different approach. Yeah, no, I, I liked it, and I think it hit uh, the new spot. I obviously had, had an opportunity to see it uh, a couple times before, but uh, I think that certainly spot, you know, uh, speaks to the, the intersection of culture and sport. And... Uh, you know the uh, the generation of, of young people we're we're trying to reach, and uh, so I liked it. I don't so. know what Gen Z is. He yeah, started, started Gen Z. About Gen I, Z. I was like, I don't even. 
we we uh, we spent a lot of time talking about Gen Z. So, can you draw the new logo? Like, do you have you seen some mock-ups of that? Uh, the new logo will will be I, next I year at this time. Yeah. Really? Yes. And so it's still uh, in in process, and uh, I think uh, I think uh, again we we need to. You know, maybe uh, a little bit more refinement, maybe maybe uh, a, a little bit more, uh, a couple more renditions. But uh, we're we're on our way, and uh, and I think people were were gonna like it, and uh, and you know, it it better be a logo that we all embrace because uh, I'm not changing the logo on basketball floors or football fields every year. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uniforms. Yeah, etc. So, but uh, I think it will it will speak to 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 the conference and and our energy and and where we're headed. Are you a strength in numbers guy? He kind of backed up a little bit on fourteen. I want to stay at fourteen, even when OU and, and Texas are gone. Um, uh, Brett Yormark said, "Hey, I may have backpedaled a little bit on that. Really like who we have. Where where are you right now? Because we've waited." I don't know. This Pac-12 thing may the TV thing may come down about 2026. We may be we may <laughs> oh, be two or three you years. You took that shot, not me. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bring you into that, but I'm just saying it's kind of. And now the latest thing they've said is well, we're comfortable. We're we're pretty comfortable knowing. So who knows what'll ever come down? But kind of where where are you in that right now? Because obviously it's a pretty entertaining, exciting conference yeah. with as is. But I, this UConn stuff started. I'm like, wait, I haven't asked you about that because you love hoops, but we got to think through the prism of football. And I notice, I notice not all the ads I think lined up behind the UConn and some of these other ideas that were floated out there. Yeah, I, I think you know, it's, I think it's a healthy thing to be be thinking about, you know, uh, different different policies. I think you know what drives me most, uh, Matt personally when i think about you know the 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 number of institutions is that next bite at the apple in terms of tv agreement right we're gonna we're gonna begin you know the new tv agreement on july you know first 2025 and and it expires on june 30th you know 2031 and so i'm really interested in terms of what what really gets us to a great place for that next negotiation, that TV contract that begins on July 1, 20, 2031? And I do think um, if, you know, we, we want, you know, uh, for example, a third, you know, TV media partner, um, and, and, and in order to do that right, I think we need more volume. And so I think that means more more member institutions right more teams and so uh but it's got to be the right right ones right we we can't ever just add to add and so um and and certainly with that said i i think that you know the 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 12 that we're going to have beginning mm-hmm. you know in in 2024 it's a strong 12 and uh and i feel really really good about that if we we stay there for for several years but uh Certainly, I think about, you know, again, July 1, 2031. All right, last thing I was going to bring up, um, baseball was scaring me a little bit with some of the departures. Some uh, some of our best players uh, are, are leaving. 
How are you, you know, I, you know how we do it in talk radio, we overreact to things. How are you kind of processing that? And you, you did release some good news earlier, you know, a few weeks ago about a great, you know, some donations. But separate of that, is this just kind of part of the process? we got to be patient because you just, you just kind of hate it when you have some core, you know, top players leave us. Yeah, I mean, for me to sit here and say, "Hey, I like that," would would yeah. would not be be genuine. Um, I didn't like it at all. And uh, for all of us that that want to compete and uh, you know, um, you know, care about our our baseball program, care about Mitch and the staff and 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 those student athletes and and wanted to compete, you know, for big Big Twelve championships, it it didn't didn't sit well. Um, I do think that's a little bit of the, 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 the time that we're in, and it's part of the, the process. And uh, when you think about Baylor and, and the intersection of, you know, kind of rebuilding and, yeah. uh, and then name, image, and likeness. And, uh, and so, um, you know, I, I think we're, we're going to be in a good place. You know, you talked about the facility piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. You know, I also think that we've been active um, in terms of talking to some some individuals about you know name, image, and likeness opportunities for baseball student athletes, and you know that's that's an area that um, certainly you know I think we're we're evolving in and and uh, and growing in, and so um, again I I you know truly honestly believe that that the future of of our of our baseball program is. Number one in, in great hands, and uh, we're going to have the resources, and I'll just leave that general. Okay. The resources uh, that that will you know allow Coach Thompson and and the staff to field um, a a really competitive uh, roster. Have y'all revealed who the big seven figure? No, we um, we, we haven't yet, and uh, and now's yeah. a, as good a time as any probably for that. <laughs> yeah, probably, but uh, but. Probably won't right now. Okay. So, um, but you know, uh, we look forward to doing that, doing that in the in the future. And again, that's not that's just step one of okay. a of a process and a plan that uh, that we have in place for uh, for baseball. Okay. And I saw the other day added another basketball player, in Janga has made his way to Waco. This is the biggest team. I don't know. if I'm just trying to think. I don't remember Scott ever having a team this big. I think I counted like. Six players, six, seven or bigger, and and you know, I you live and learn, and I think they decided we need some more length on the wing, down low, yeah. more depth. Yeah, I, I think physically, in terms of big, right? Um, I certainly don't remember a, a team since I've I've been here, but I also think in terms of numbers, roster size, it's probably the uh, the largest roster um, that that Scott has carried since since I've been here. Um, I'd have to look back and, yeah. and verify, but it certainly feels that way to to, to me. And so um, I think where that's going to be really helpful is you know in in the gym practice, right? Really, um, you know, uh, sharpening one's competitiveness. And uh, there is no greater motivator, and, and I remember Coach Haskins, um, UTEP, saying that um, there is no greater motivator than the person sitting on that bench that can take your spot at any moment mm-hmm. in, in time. And so uh, I think it's going to make for, for great competition in, uh, in practice. All right. Foster Pavilion, I mean, it's getting closer and closer. 
everything on schedule? Um, have you had the hard hat on recently, kind of out there taking a peek around? Yeah, I, I think the uh, the last time I was out there uh, was with uh, Mike and Cindy Garrick of uh, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance and uh, taking taking a tour, and that was probably about six weeks ago uh, that we did that. And uh, you know, again, I think it's uh, it's on track, um, and uh, both financially and you know in terms of uh, timing and. You know the ability to to play a, a game. You know the uh, the first week of uh, of January. Mm-hmm. So that looks good. Obviously, we've talked about it before. The development center portion of it will open later, and uh, and so you know, and that's probably perfect timing because you know basketball doesn't have capacity or time to move into a new facility during a season. So that that you know will will open up at a at an opportune time after the the season is is complete so really really excited about that project you didn't ask but i'm gonna i'm gonna just say the the really ditto for the uh fudge football yeah. development center yeah. um man that is going up quick as as well and uh, we'll be excited to open up that new building in um in uh you know late spring yeah. summer of of 24 but you know right now you think about um baylor athletics and the the future and continuing to try to grow and and uh, and be better each and every day. We we have 311 million dollars of capital projects going on right now as as we speak, and uh, we're going to continue with with capital projects. I think we're in a really good place um, in general in terms of name, image, and likeness. Um, you know, there's probably 15 institutions out there that you know at a really high level yeah. have much larger you know uh, fan bases donor bases alumni bases but uh i think we're holding our own and and fighting and scratching and clawing in that in that space and uh certainly uh the opportunity for football men's and women's basketball to field competitive rosters all right is jeremy been pretty demanding on on how he wants some things built and everything i guess if you put up 15 million <laughs> He, he has that right. All right, all right. Yeah, it's um, it is humbling, by the way, to have a buddy from college and and one day you read that they've given fifteen million. You're like, I'm doing a radio show this afternoon. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's a great guy, and that'll be awesome. Late spring. Thank you. Um, your uh, great executive assistant Lauren says that uh, told me that you had a call at five thirty. And so I am, she said, get him out of there by then. So I'm very appreciative. She's become a great friend. I don't know if she thinks of it like that, but I she certainly, does. okay, good. Thank you very much. And uh, always fun to see you in this environment. We've been doing this for years, but it's always fun. Well, thank you. I feel the same and certainly appreciate the opportunity. Always yeah. look forward to visiting with Sorry, you. Sorry, didn't have more snacks for you and that kind of thing. There, is, a, right. there is an open bar, by the way, right over there. I just noticed. Uh, I will go find some Chex Mix. <laughs> That's right. There he goes, Mac Rhodes, the uh, director of athletics for Baylor University, joining the Matt Mosley Show. Dave Aran.